Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comics. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with Comic J. Aquino. Yeah, Kino, how the hell are you? Hey, I'm uh, I'm pretty good, uh, all things considered. Uh, you know, it's been a rough year. Well, actually, it's been a start. Well, the year just started, so. Well, but, you are you are here to brighten our 2022, and I, I mean, you're already doing so with the follows. I already follow you on uh, Twitter. You're the Giacchino, and you also have an alt and art an art account, not an alt account, not an alt account, an art account. Takeover Comic, and that's the same thing on Instagram. I think yeah, the Giacchino on Instagram and Takeover Comic on Instagram. But you also have a TikTok. The Jay Aquino. I can't believe you got it. You are the you are the funny Jay Aquino in the entire world. Yeah, when I was acquiring the social media things, I was like, well, you know, I have to try to make it all equal across. That way I don't have to remember a different one for each one. So it's just the Jay Aquino. I took a cue from The Rock and, you know, I just got to work on getting those muscles. <laughs> we got the comedy chops already so what we're going to what we're going to talk about real quick is um you're going to kind of shed some light on a drama i've tried to avoid in comedy which is the whole dave Ch- Chappelle, pat oswald thing please teach me about it real quick uh well um dave Chappelle is a stand you know is not uh well liked in the certain parts of the comedy community because of his uh transphobic sort of uh comedy that came out came about that people perceive it to be that yeah and uh Patton Oswald did a show with him I think on uh in in like late December or so I think uh, like uh, um, right before um the, the year ended and then he posted a picture with him having his uh hand around um Chappelle you know uh, you know like because they're friends he just took a picture with his friend and then afterward he apologized for taking a picture with his friend which as a friend, I would not feel great about, but that's Chappelle's business, not mine. And it's just like a weird thing we're in. It's like, you get blamed for what your friend says, you know, it's, I, I don't, I don't really drive with that. It feels kind of weird to me. It feels kind of just uh, not like a great way, great space to be in, not very accepting. Well, I mean, again, so, I mean, put your money where their mouth is, um, practice what you preach. Let's say there's a fellow comic I'm out there on the West Coast. I think you're in LA, right? Uh-huh. Yes. So, yeah. One of your fellow comics coming up with you, just uh, you know, sharing the same bills with you. They uh, they got their arm roll pictures, of course, because you have successfully shared the stage on a number of occasions. They say something um, that gets traction and in a bad way. What's your responsibility there? Is it enough not to retweet it, or do you feel? I mean, and I guess your opinion is you don't have to take your pictures down, of course, because a friend is a friend. But what if you're not really friends? What if you were just colleagues before that point? Well, I think it's um it's a weird association blame game that's just not it just kind of it's 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 not really serving the purpose of whatever your goal is. If your goal is to make a more accepting society for the trans community, then you should actually you know it, try to change people's opinions rather than try to punish people for who they hang out with. That's that's where I, I come up about it. It seems like you spend a lot of your energy on um these these you know these things that I don't agree with. To be clear, I believe in the full rights and protections of all individuals, especially the trans community. But I don't think, like going around and like policing other people's behavior, is a way to go about bringing about the change in people's perspectives. And I think it's actually can be kind of counterproductive. It creates this like n- negative impact that sort of blunts any sort of reasonable change that you might get. 
it just it just it seems like people spend a lot of time just being mad at other people and just trying to find people to be mad at. That's what it seems like to me. So, I mean, is the best for him to educate Dave Chappelle and um, both fan bases? Like if you're Patton Oswalt, you know, just say, you know, I talked to Dave, I told him this, uh, you know, I'm telling my fans this, and I'm, I'm hoping to tell Dave Chappelle's fans this as well. Like it's just an opportunity for education instead of just knee-jerk um, cosmetic uh, fixes like taking a picture down. Well, no, I think what it what needs to be done is um, if you're Patton Oswalt, uh, you know, your friendship is about your friendship. And, you know, there's things that, like, I have I've had, I have conservative friends, conservative coworkers. There's things I talk about, but that doesn't make them bad people, even though that I disagree with their stance on, like, let's say, gay marriage or something like that. So I don't see why Patton had this extra responsibility just because his friend happens to share a different perspective than him. It's, oh, yeah. So it's not, yeah, it's not really on him. It's not really on him at all. I think the individuals that are sort of, you know, trying to make this into a thing where they can blame Patton for whatever Dave Chappelle says are in the, in the wrong. They should just relax. Don't go to a show. Go to a show, whichever you prefer. And it, it's sort of, it's a lot of energy spent on doing nothing, really. It's just like Patton Oswald is a good comic, a good uh, guy, you know, and uh, I actually saw him last year. Um, on Conan and um, you know uh, live and it was he's a great great person so uh, yeah I don't know what 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 why you'd spend all your time trying to attack uh, someone that we know that you know as far as I can tell as as far as uh, famous people seems like a decent guy you're saying that Um, but as far as uh, so I think there one thing that we're forgetting this is kind of you know the point you have maybe that that (laughs) what we're all forgetting is that there's tons of people in our life right now that we're or colleagues with or acquaintances with or even friends with where they have they think shit they say shit that we absolutely do not agree with but we're still friends with them and so it's like why you know why am i somehow supposed to uh stop being friends with somebody who might have an unpopular opinion when everybody that everybody attacking me also has friends who have unpopular opinions yeah, exactly. And also, it's like, I, I, I heard a good analogy for this. I think, like, America, you have to remember, we're, we're not all friends. We're, sometimes we're just roommates. <laughs> we're just people that live together. We have we have to share the same lease. We got to find a way to coexist. And you're not going to be able to change. Like, you, I can't change my roommate's trash-throwing policy. You know, I, 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 I can negotiate it, and we can try to change it. But at the end of the day, that's his or her trash throwing policy and you know uh, we you know what i mean there's things that, about when you live with someone that you have to accept and, and we're in a big country with a lot of diverse opinions we're not going to be changing everyone we have to change i think um instead of focusing on like these individuals that you disagree with you should try to make the policies and and um the real social change as opposed to like this like celebrity it's just a lot of focusing on these famous people it's yeah. just weird and it's real real cosmetic yeah we'll, we'll uh transition into that real quick but i mean i think you're correct in that the metaphor is is trash you know because some people are like well dave Chappelle's a garbage human being you shouldn't be friends with them and then you're like well he's slinging trash definitely 
<laughs> and somebody <laughs> who, who slings trash is kind of shitty for slinging trash, but also thinking that it's fine to sling trash. But that does not necessarily make them across the board garbage person because because Dave Chappelle seems to just kind of pay, paint with too broad a brush with it. You know, he's like, oh, I know trans people, I know gay people, and they're all like this. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just because you have uh -huh. one trans friend doesn't mean you can kind of, you know, paint with a broad brush. You know, it's like everything's a spectrum, you know, sexual identity, sexual presentation, sexual attraction. And it's like, it should all just be labeled with Q with queer you know but you know uh -huh. q is taken by q and non so we won't uh we won't we won't smear with that but um yeah but yeah so it's like just because somebody is throwing out is, is slinging trash does not necessarily mean that they mean they're a garbage person but um but it could be you know and and um why the fuck would you sling garbage unless you were slightly a garbage person or, or lacking empathy or something like that um but i guess the transition is real quick do you think biden as far as policies and things like that for trans and other things do you think um you know, you know, how do you think Biden's doing in his first uh, year or so? I think a lot of liberals are just pissed that he's not um, breaking the filibuster as if the other side won't do the same thing when they're in power. Mm -hmm. um, what, what do you yeah. kind of think uh, Joe Biden has done well and what can he improve upon? Well, I think President Biden did initially a great job at focusing on the pandemic and the response needed. I think uh, he took a little bit of his eye off the ball with testing, but that appears to be the major issue. But that sort of... Um, doesn't get at the real issue, which is that Omicron's raging and there's not like, you know, you can't, you can only respond to it. You can't, uh, you know, change how individuals act with with respect to policy. We're, we've kind of run out of tools to uh, effectively manage the pandemic because there's a lot of pandemic fatigue and just, you know, we don't have the ability to shut things down like we we did previously. So, yeah. you know, but overall, I think Biden's done a good job of just keeping the country together, you know, passing, you know, some great uh, legislation that doesn't even get talked about. Like he passed the bipartisan um, infrastructure bill, you know, which a lot of individuals didn't think he could. And a lot of people don't realize like the limitations. Like I hear a lot in the media, it's like, he has a trifecta, but really he has a slim majority in the Senate, which is the main thing you should focus on if you were, you know, really good good at covering the news, because that's really what makes the difference. He has like, it's like a 50-50 split, so it's like, you know, it's either one way or the other, and like at every issue he does, he has half uh, the Senate against him. Like that's the way that you should frame it rather than focusing on these uh, more conservative uh, Democrats like uh, Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin, really, he has 50 yeah. Republicans. 50, 51 are, against you. You have, you have Joe Manchin yeah, against you, too. Yeah, but also, it's, it's not it's, really the trifecta. It's like you have, the, sure, you know, it's a bicameral thing. You have the House and, and Senate, maybe, but that's only two or three branches, and the judiciary has something to say about shit, especially when it's a conservative Supreme Court. And if your shit doesn't pass muster, especially at the, you know, like now they're seeing that the whole um, CDC is, you know, they're getting arguments about overbroad regulations like you cannot pass regulations unless it's first authorized by a statute and so although the president has a lot of power when it comes to public health and things like that if the cdc was was overly broad or something like that the, the conservative uh, judiciary branch might have something to say about it right right there's all i mean we also have a 6-3 supreme court which is some people need to consider you know a lot of people want him to like do executive orders to solve all their problems, which, you know, doesn't work. We tried it with Obama. We tried to put all these climate um, related measures to address climate change. And it turns out, oh, the other president, if they come from another party, can just wipe everything away. Like, yeah. let's say he wiped student debt with a, a executive order. Yeah. Then the Republican president just comes in like, hey, that wasn't fair to all the working class people that didn't have student debt to have to take on the, you know, and it, was, it would just be pretty simple to just for a, 
it doesn't seem like people are being realistic. Uh, a lot of people don't follow politics. I think a lot of people like follow um, these like agitators on social media and things yeah. like that. Are just that are just telling them, hey, we can do this and we can do that. But if you actually understand like the way the Senate works, if you got a 50-50 Senate, that like I think this is the first time we've had it since like 2001. And that was only because like um, a senator changed parties. But really, that's like a really slim majority. Like that's uh, like for context, Obama had like a operating 58 to 60 majority, depending on if one of the senators wasn't going to die. Um, you know, we had a really old senator. So basically, he really didn't have a, even a full 60 majority and he couldn't even get everything passed back then. Now, how do you expect President Biden to do everything with a 50 seat majority? You know, it's just people aren't being realistic and they just need to relax. Uh, remember that we have a two-party system, so it's either Biden or Trump, and, you know, I prefer Biden. I prefer waking up and, you know, what is Biden doing there? Oh, he's playing with his dog. He's, uh, you know, <laughs> taking a picture with uh, his wife, at, you know, and they're just uh, at some ice cream bar or something yes. like that. That, that. That's much better than waking up to some guy tweeting about North Korea or, you know, or shithole countries or whatever. Oh, dude, that, that's perfect. And that's a popular opinion that I will put my arm around you in any picture, Jay Aquino. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and on Twitter, he is DJ Aquino and he also has Takeover Comic, which is his art account. It's the same on, on Instagram as well. And also to check out that TikTok. We got to make this, uh, this, this uh, Jay Aquino go viral. Yeah, that'd be great. But, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Brian. Uh, you know, everyone, this is a new year, but we'll get through it or we won't. Who, who knows? <laughs> he will let you know this via thejaquino.com. Jay, Jay Aquino, thank you so much. Thank you, Brian. Have a good night.